Jesus. The authority of the cross at Calvary. The ultimate power of Yahweh. That is resident on the blood of Jesus. In the blood. The liquid glory. The liquid glory in the blood. The liquid glory. The liquid glory. The, the liquid glory, the glory that, that flows. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Look at how the blood of Jesus is flowing in this land. And they don't have a TV. They simply had a radio. Our teams on the ground always go every home looking for cripples and
It's a wonder. It's a wonder. Look at that. This time of the Lord.
must win that war. Na Israeli lazima washinde hivyo vita. And in that dream, na katika hiyo ndoto, I took my position. Nilichukua sehemu yangu. And I declared before the Lord that Israel must win this war. So there is going to be a battle, but Israel must win. Because the Lord has declared. Relentless airstrikes and rioting in Israel and Gaza have now fueled growing fears that the violence could spiral into a full-scale war. According to the Israeli army, more than 1,000 rockets have been launched by Hamas targeting cities in Israel. Hamas claims to be the defender of the Palestinian cause, striking their occupier.
rockets fired by Palestinian Hamas militants streaked out toward Israel. In a major escalation tonight, many were aimed at Tel Aviv. familiar. It already is. Hamas and Islamic Jihad rockets streaking across the sky from Gaza. Sirens ringing out, warning Israelis to take cover. The Iron Dome intercepting as many incoming projectiles as possible. could turn into an all-out war. Already, dozens have been killed by rockets, and a ground invasion could be next. President Biden says Israel has a right to defend itself. Hamas used an anti-tank unit to fire on a group of Israeli soldiers that were sitting inside of a jeep. All of the soldiers severely injured, and one of them did die. Some of the missiles did slip past the uh, missile defense system, the Iron Dome, today. As we noted, uh, killing that six-year-old in the town of Stirot. Also, we visited a site in the city of Ashkelon where a rocket slammed into a building. People came out bloodied looking for their loved ones. This is the scene unfolding here in Israel. Oh, no. 
Hey, good morning, Michael. Israeli military says that over a thousand rockets were launched from Gaza into Israel. This is the impact crater of one of them. It sent a fireball throughout this neighborhood, incinerating these cars and firing shrapnel like this into these homes. A woman was killed in that home. And the violence we're seeing is not just here, not just in Gaza and in Jerusalem, but across Israel today. This home obliterated, but miraculously, its occupants survived in their bomb shelter. But many of those rockets making it through. This one blowing up a bus just south of Tel Aviv. Bystanders racing towards that fire. In all, six killed and dozens wounded from rocket fire in the past 24 hours. The Israeli military saying about a thousand rockets have been launched towards Israel from Gaza over the past 48 hours, the most in years. Officials reporting 43 people killed, at least 10 of them children. In the West Bank, Palestinians threw stones at Israeli forces. In the Tel Aviv suburb of Lod, Palestinian protesters torched a synagogue and confronted motorists. They heard that my accent was not Arab, ran up to my car and they started throwing stones. I was lucky that there were no cars behind, so I reversed. I drove full gas in reverse. I almost went into people and cars. I didn't see anything. I saw death, death. Do you know what death is? people jumping at me with stones, throwing stones at me. In nearby Petak Tikva, this residential building was hit by a Palestinian rocket. Chance of death to Arabs. Anger and hate have spilled out into the streets in the coastal city of Batyam. Palestinian Israelis and Jewish Israelis living in close proximity, turning on each other. Among many violent incidents, on Wednesday a Palestinian man was dragged from his car by dozens of Jewish Israelis, who continued to beat him even after he lost consciousness. The video is broadcast live on Israeli television. Not accept this. This is not us. Not this violence. Not this savagery. We will bring back governance to Israel's cities everywhere. Now, the clearly the view, the rhetorical view, that was spoken July 26, 2020. And the watchman of Israel standing on the wall could see what is coming to Israel. And then I announced it right here at this altar in this broadcast. Thousands of meters. Look at that. Thousands. By today, about 10 o'clock in the morning, they had fired more than 2,000 missiles. Probably now we are talking 3,000 missiles. Look at that rapidity. And this is what I saw 
July 26, 2020. And announced to Israel. And announced to the nations also. Look now. And then I took my position on the wall. And I decreed that Israel must win this war. And then I went before the Father, God the Father. And I told him that Israel must win this war. Then after he said yes, Israel must win this war. Then again I went and took my position by the wall of Israel, the border at the wall with Gaza. And then again I moved to the wall of Israel and Syria, that direction of Syria. That is when now I saw aircraft. I saw aircraft coming from Iran. And so I don't know what this is going to boil into. The first part has been fulfilled, as you can see. But the second part now will be aircraft. It will be a tremendous war coming. But Israel must win this war. I have spoken with God the Father. And Israel must win this war. And that reminds you of the other time when I gave a prophecy to defend Israel against ISIS. When the Lord took me again along the borders of Israel and at every position, the Lord at every inch, the Lord positioned one angel, a huge angel with a flaming sword and inch for inch around the border of Israel, the wall. Yes. And showed me all the borders of the state of Israel. And then Jehovah Elohim, Jehovah El Olam, the God of Israel, he showed me the heavenly hosts that were released. And they stood on the borders of Israel. Every place where there is a border, there was like this, a lot of heavenly hosts, they were standing to guard Israel. They stood on every inch of the border of Israel, from north to south and back, from north all the way, they covered every single inch of the border was covered by somebody standing a heavenly host. So I saw a lot of heavenly hosts, and they were moving, there was a movement. It was not just standing, they were moving, they were moving back and forth, back and forth by the borders of Israel. They were moving with flaming swords. Again, I saw the heavenly hosts released, and I saw them totally surround Israel, cover the borders of Israel, protect Israel, protect every inch of the boundary of Israel. 
And then the voice of the Lord says, Then they shall fear the God of Israel. And then after that, the Lord showed me also the glory, his glory that went and covered Israel. Again, covered the borders of Israel as the heavenly hosts were standing there. His glory that covered the, 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 the borders of the state of Israel, the borders, just the borders to protect Israel. So the Lord, the God of heaven, he that watches Israel, he is aware of what Israel is going through right now. And this is what the Lord says. I myself will now protect my beloved people, the nation of Israel. And it shall be known that Israel is the center of the earth. And these are my covenant people. Some of them wrote the Lord of Hosts himself 
come to defend Israel. Mara kwanza wakati ambapo tuliwaonyesha tuliwaonyesha magazeti yote wakati ambapo baadhi yao walisema kwamba Bwana wa majeshi mwenyewe raise them up also. The Lord of hosts himself comes to defend Israel. That's how they report the secular newspapers. Bwana wa majeshi mwenyewe amekuja kulinda Israeli. Hivyo ndivyo waliripoti magazeti za kidunia. Tremendous time. Wakati wa ajabu. And then there's a people. So recently I gave the prophecy of a serious war coming and they would uh, there is a nation that is almost wiped out. Hivyo, hivi majuzi nilipeana unabii kuhusiana na vita ambavyo vinakuja na kunalo taifa ambalo karibu lifutiliwe mbali. Bwana amenena pamoja nami. There is a big battle coming to the earth. Kuna vita vikubwa kabisa ambalo linakuja duniani. There is a very serious war that is coming to the earth. Kuna vita kali sana kabisa ambayo inakuja duniani. The Lord showed it to me yesterday night. Bwana alinionyesha jana usiku. It is going to be a historic war on the earth never seen before. Inaenda kuwa vita ya kihistoria kabisa duniani ambayo haijawahi kuonekana. And in that battle the Lord must win. Na katika hilo vita lazima Bwana ashinde. And in that battle it looks like one country is totally deleted off the map of the earth. Na katika hilo vita inaonekana kwamba see the deletion right now. Na katika hilo vita inaonekana kwamba taifa moja inaondolewa kabisa kabisa toka katika ramani. Nuclear weapon. Totally deleted. That, that can only be a nuclear weapon. That means the nuclear weapons will be used in that war. Hiyo inamaanisha kwamba silaha za nuclear zitatumika katika hilo vita. And so blessed people. It is unbelievable war that has never been seen before. I've seen the involvement of the two prophets of the Lord. One country is totally deleted off the face of the earth. That that can only be and nuclear weapon. And so blessed people. And then after that. The prophecy that I gave, the prophet the landmark prophecy of April 2nd the year 2004. Which I gave from the western hemisphere. And so that prophecy has been such a landmark. Because it has set out a prophetic timeline and the demarcations of events. And those events have been fulfilled. Some of them are being fulfilled as we speak now. Remember in that prophecy, the Lord lifts me up and I stand before the throne of God inside heaven. And when I'm standing there, the throne of God is covered with a huge mountain of glory of God. Radiant and brilliant. Spectacular. And then I see the moon from afar. So I don't know whether that was a vision within a vision. Must have been a vision within that vision. I see the moon 
and the moon is swathed with blood. Ninaona mwezi na mwezi umekuwa kwa na damu. Two-thirds of it is swathed with blood. Telupitatu yake imekuwa kwa na damu. And then the glory of the Lord is all over around the moon especially under the moon like this in the sky. Halafu utukufu wa Bwana uko kote kote katika huo mwezi haswa kabisa chini ya huo mwezi katika anga. Then four horses are released and they begin to run across the sky under the moon under that glory it's so spectacular in the sky and they are running the four horses are running with their tails lifted up their tails up halafu farasi wanne wanaanza kukimbia kimbia kabisa chini ya huo mwezi katika anga mikia zao zikiwa zimeinuliwa juu so you can imagine how spectacular that vision is hivyo basi mwaweza kuwazia maono haya ni ajabu namna gani the next thing again i'm focused on to the throne of god halafu jambo jingine tena ninaangalia enzi ya mungu and he that sits on the throne god the father na yeye aketia kwenye enzi mungu baba he made me know that he is seated and is paying particular attention to me alinisababisha nijoe kwamba ameketi pale na namakinika sana zaidi kwangu where i was standing in front of the throne of god mahali ambapo nilikuwa nimesimama mbele ya enzi ya mungu then all of a sudden john the baptist came out of the throne alafugafla bingu yohana mbatizaji akatoka katika enzi and began to speak with me about the glorious lamb of god akaanza kuzungumza pamoja nami kuhusu mwanakondoo wa utukufu wa mungu that is coming back for the church ambaye anakuja kwa ajili ya kanisa and he began to tell me about the glorious lamb of god that died for the sin of the world na akaanza kuniambia kuhusu mwanakondoo wa utukufu wa Mungu aliyekufa kwa ajili ya dhambi za ulimwengu. Kuna sehemu ya mazungumzo hayo ambayo kwa kawaida huwa ninaikata. Kwa sababu nilimuuliza je kwa nini ilibidi ahe? Ile basi tulizungumza tulisemezana kidogo. Halafu kwa wakati huo he the sits on the throne made me know that he was paying specific attention. In fact he moved sideways like this particular attention to the conversation going on between John the Baptist and myself. Yeye aketia katika enzi alinisababisha nijoe kwamba amebakinika sana zaidi kwa mazungumzo hayo ambayo yalikuwa yanaendelea baina yangu na Yohana Mbatizaji. Halafu baada ya hiyo after that the voice said let me show you what's about happened to the earth. Baada ya hiyo sauti ikasemea kwamba wacha nikuonyeshe kile ambacho kikaribu kutendeka duniani. Halafu kwa wakati huo Bwana akaninua juu katika mawingu akanileta juu ya Israeli. Above the city of Jerusalem. Juu ya mji wa Yerusalemu. Lakini niliweza kuona hiyo eneo lote la Kiarabu. That time Yasser Arafat the leader of PLO was still alive. Kwa wakati huo Yasser Arafat yule kiongozi wa PLO alikuwa bado ako hai but i saw already his fresh grave lakini bado nilikuwa nimeona saburi lake i saw his fresh grave lakini niliona kaburi lake mbichi before then kabla ya, ya hapo and then i saw the, from above now from in the from the clouds i could see the lamps the lamps and the doors in the home, rather in the homes the houses all the arab world and i heard the wailing <laughs> i had the, the the morning going on sasa toka juu katika mawingu niliweza kuona matam ta 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 katika kila nyumba halafu nilikuwa ninasikia wanawa halafu katika toka juu katika mawingu nikaona 
alafu kutoka juu katika mawimbo nikaona taa 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 katika kila nyumba ya maeneo ya Waarabu halafu nilikuwa ninawasikia wakilia wakilia na kuomboleza and i could see the lamps light through their windows because i was above the clouds so i could see like lamps lamps inside the houses <laughs> there was a lot of mourning hivyo basi kwa sababu nilikuwa juu katika mawingo niliweza kuona mwangaza pitia katika madirisha zao na niliweza kuona tazi kiwaka mle ndani na nilikuwa ninasikia wakiomboleza na kuomboleza so after that then i saw the two time changes of leadership in Jerusalem Alafu baada ya hiyo nikaona mabadiliko mara mbili ya uongozi katika Yerusalemu. Tarehe 2004. Aprili mwaka 2004. So from the throne of God the Lord brought me straight over Israel. Hivyo basi toka katika enzi ya Mungu Bwana alinileta mmoja kwa mmoja hadi juu ya Israeli. And then I saw Benjamin Netanyahu. Alafu nikamwona Benjamin Netanyahu. That's how I began to prophesy Benjamin Netanyahu too. Na hivyo ndivyo nilianza kutabiri Benjamin Netanyahu wa pili. From that point on. Kuanzia wakati huo kuendelea. But remember that when I saw the changes of leadership Benjamin Netanyahu there standing in fact I even still see them they were standing in the government office and they were I think they, they were with the president of Israel being given authority to form government na wakati huo wakati ambapo niliona yale mabadiliko katika Israeli hata niliwaona pale bado ninaona pale wakiwa wametimama pale pamoja na yule rais wa Israeli being given authority to form the government please wakiwa wanapewa mamlaka ya kutengeneza serikali and then after that the lord took me back right away to the throne of god inside heaven so it was from heaven to above israel and then from there back to heaven Halafu baada ya hiyo Bwana akanipeleka moja kwa moja hadi katika enzi ya Mungu Baba mbinguni. Where I had been standing before. Mahali ambapo nilikuwa nimesimama hapo awali. Hivyo basi nilijipata nikiwa nimesimama mahali pale pale. Right in front of the throne of God Yahweh Elohim. Mbele ya enzi ya Mungu Baba Jehovah Yahweh Elohim. Halafu kwa wakati huo nikapata kwamba Yohana Mbatizaji bado alikuwa amesimama pale. Then his garment became transfigured. Halafu mavazi yake yakabadilika. Then my garment became totally transfigured. Halafu mavazi yangu yakabadilika kikamilifu. Then after that. Halafu baada ya hiyo stretched out his right hand. Akanyosha mkono wake wa kuume. He behold the lamb of God. Akasema tazama mwana kondoo wa Mungu. The glorious lamb of God came all the when there was a reach there was a reach somewhere be separating where i was and the throne of god Halafu. where the glory of the mountain the mountain glory was halafu mwana kondoo halafu mwana kondoo wa utukufu wa mungu akaja kote kote toka pale kutoka katika enzi ya mungu na kulikuwepo na shimo taru kidogo it's not shimo so anyway there was a little reach like this kulikuwepo na mtaro kidogo namna hii but when the lamb of god the glorious lamb was coming everything became super glorious and the reach disappeared lakini wakati mwana kondoo wa utukufu alikuwa anakuja kila kitu kilikuwa cha utukufu sana zaidi alafu huo mtaro ukataweka and then i could also hear the, the hissing the dreadful hissing sound of, of holiness of the glory of god of the holy glory of god like something like that it's like that Halafu niliweza kusikia ule mlio wa kutisha sana zaidi wa utukufu wa Mungu Baba. Wakati utukufu ulipotiririka wakati mwana kondoo alikuwa anakuja. So Hivyo sitaki kuzungumza zaidi ya hapo. Lakini baada ya hiyo nilipoanza kupeana unabii huo kote kote duniani. Wachungaji kote kote duniani wakaanza kuniandikia na kuniuliza. 
Do you mean, in that prophecy, do you mean that after the end of Benjamin Netanyahu, then the Lamb of God will come, or during the changes of leadership, he will come? Je, unamaanisha kwamba katika unabii huu Netanyahu kuondoka katika mamlaka mwanakondoo wa Mungu atakuja ama je katika wakati wa kubadilishana katika uongozi basi mwanakondoo wa Mungu atakuja during the reign of Netanyahu or when Benjamin Netanyahu's reign comes to an end then the lamb comes Je, atakuja wakati wa utawala wa Benjamin Netanyahu ama je atakuja wakati ambapo sasa utawala wa Benjamin Netanyahu umekamilika? Then I told them. Halafu nikawaambia. Nobody knows the day or the hour. Hakuna mtu ajuae siku wala saa. Not even the angels in heaven. Hata malaika mbinguni hawajui. Not even the son of man himself. Mwana wa Mungu mwenyewe hajui. But only God the Father my friend. Bali Mungu Baba rafiki yangu peke yake. Ambaye amenituma kwenu enyu watu. It is he alone that talks me about these things that knows the day and hour. Ni yeye tu peke yake ambaye hunizungumzia kuhusiana mambo haya ajue siku na saa. And then now. Halafu sasa. But since then now for two years now we've had changes of leadership happening the lord over dramatizing those changes of leadership Tangia wakati huo sasa kwa miaka miwili sasa kumekuwepo na mama yale mabadiliko ya uongozi ya uongozi bwana amepatiwa sana The, the Lord has dramatized over dramatized it. Bwana ameipanua na kuipanua sana zaidi. Again and again. Tena na mara tena. This is now the latest. Hii sasa ni ya hivi majuzi. In, in two years they've done four elections in Israel. Kwa miaka miwili wamefanya uchaguzi nne Israeli. So you can tell. Hivyo basi mnaweza kutambua. Right now he has handed it over to the opposition leader from the government. Sasa hivi amepeana kwa ule mwongozi wa ukinzani ili kwamba katengeneze serikali. And some uh, uh, some some press has even reported that the end of Benjamin Netanyahu's reign hata baadhi ya wanahabari wameripotia kwamba sasa mwisho wa utawala wa Benjamin Netanyahu this might be the end of his rule ya kwamba huenda ikawa hii itakuwa mwisho wa utawala wake now if you take this and juxtapose to the prophecy of 2nd of April 2004 sasa ukichukua hii halafu uingamanishe na ule unabii wa tarehe 2 Aprili mwaka 2004 then you know what the lord is saying basi mwajua kila ambacho Bwana anasema you need to prepare the way for the coming of the messiah unahitaji kuanda njia kwa ajili ya kuja kwa masia remember the coming of the messiah Kumbukeni kuja kwa Masia. The prophecy of the coming of the Messiah. Unabii kuhusu kuja kwa Masia. Gravitates around the events in Israel. Unazungukia yale matukio ya Israeli. So thank you blessed people. Kwa hivyo asanteni watu wabarikiwa. So tonight the busy night here. Hivi usiku leo ni usiku uliosongamana hapa. I can see it's already one o'clock Eastern time AM. Ninaweza kuona kwamba tayari ni saa 7 usiku majira ya Afrika Mashariki and i want us to wind down to try as much as possible to wrap up this tremendous tremendous message coming out of the book of first corinthians chapter 4 na wewe nataka tujaribu kumalizia malizia huu uchombe mkuu kabisa ambao unatokana na kitabu cha korinto wa kwanza sura ya 4 Again turn with me there first Corinthians chapter 4. Deokeni pamoja nami pale kwenye kitabu cha Wakorinto wa kwanza sura ya 4. Has been such a tremendous message. Has been a gold mine. Imekuwa ujumbe mkuu kabisa kabisa imekuwa chimbuko la dhahabu. I know tonight is celebration we have the, the greater central rift celebrated. Najua kwamba usiku wa leo ni usiku wa kusherehekea. Kuna ile bonde la kati walisherehekea. Ana professor Masinde. Senior professor Masinde. And then we have also the entire coastal region celebrated today with their cripples or every region 
brought out a section of their cripples, a section, probably 15 or so that have walked. Every region brought out just a section of their cripples. Just to showcase the power of the blood of Jesus. Because of the restrictions we have right now of COVID-19. The, the, the tremendous words, the ominous words of my tongue. So turn with me right away, blessed people, to First Corinthians chapter 4 again, that you may touch base. First Corinthians chapter 4, I'm reading verse 5 again. It says, therefore, judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait until the Lord comes. So he's talking about the appointed time for judgment. He's talking about an appointed time in the prophetic timeline of God. And then he's talking about judgment. And he's talking about the coming of the Messiah, the coming of the Lord. He's talking about big things there, right there. He's talking about judgment and he talk about appointed time for that judgment and he talk about the coming of the Lord and he said wait until he talk about the waiting also how to wait for the coming of the Lord those are monuments he has raised already there and remember tonight is big celebration people feasting all over the country. We have declared a celebration night today, going into tomorrow also. Because Jael Chemtai is walking. And the creepers are walking. And the blood of Jesus is flowing in the church. And the churches of the Lord, the altars of the Lord are opening this Sunday. Hallelujah. So it's a big hour of celebration here. And all over your homes, I know a lot of people are celebrating globally. But before we enter that celebration, just give me a little time. There's something I want to sort out here. A little thing I want to sort out here in the book of 1 Corinthians 4 5. And again he says, therefore judge nothing before the appointed time. So he's talking about judgment and time appointed that has been set by God the Father for judgment. And we all know that he has appointed time when he will judge. And I want to talk a little bit of that. We have already handled the first part of it, two sections of it. One of them came from the book of Second Thessalonians, chapter 1, verses 6 and 10. In order to underscore to you the nature of judgment that I've seen coming upon humanity. So when you see these creepers walking, the Lord is using them to establish that his word 
their word must be fulfilled. So he's about judgment. Before the appointed time, he's talking about appointed time. Then he's saying, wait until the Lord comes. So he's talking about the coming of the Lord and the waiting process. And we've seen so much from Revelation chapter 20 verses 11 to 15, the unfolding, the narrative of that unbelievable when the Messiah becomes the judge. When he is seated on the great white throne, judging the nations. And then he goes on to say, he will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart. Then he says, at that time, each will receive their praise from God. So there is so much, this script is loaded with so much for you. Because he talks about the coming judgment, then he expounds. And when he's expounding the judgment, then he splits them into two judgments. On one scale, he's talking about the judgment that you see in Revelation 20, 11 and 15. 11 to 15. The dreadful judgment of God when the rebellious will be judged. But as he moves on, as he completes that verse, verse 5, then he says at that time each will receive their praise from God. Then at that point now he alludes, he begins to point to predict, to point humanity, those who are Christians, to the fact that there is the, the great, the, the, the judgment seat of Christ. After rapture, when the Christians are taken into heaven, they have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and also be judged. So, the believers who are holy and will be taken up into the rapture, they also must stand before the seat, it's called the judgment seat of Christ, in order to be judged. But their judgment is a little bit different. While the Lord will judge every thought of man, every intention of the heart, every motive of heart, he's able to see with his flaming eyes to pierce into your heart and see every hidden thing. So, even the Christians who are taken up into the rapture of the church, 
kina mkristo mtakatifu ambaye nimbarikiwa ambaye atanyakuliwa katika unyakuzi ni lazima asimame mbele zake mbele ya enzi hiyo and give account na kupeana hesabu and so bless the people watu i want us tonight to focus because of time uh, to focus on this at that time each will receive their praise from god inataka tukaweze kulenga kwa hii wakati huo kila mmoja atapokea sifa yake anasaili toka kwa mungu Turn with me right away. Keukeni pamoja nami moja kwa moja. To the book of First Corinthians chapter 2. Kwenye kitabu cha Wakorinto wa kwanza sura ya pili. Verse 9. Mstari wa 9. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Kitabu cha Wakorinto wa kwanza sura ya pili mstari wa 9. And it says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Once I get there we read together. Mara tu nikifika pale tusome pamoja. However, lakini again First Corinthians chapter 2 9 and 10. Kitabu cha Wakorinto wa kwanza sura ya pili mstari wa 9 na wa 10. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then it says however. Kisha anasema lakini hata hivyo. As it is written. Kama ilivyoandikwa. What no eye has seen. Lile jambo ambalo hakuna jicho limeopata kuona. What no ear has heard. Sikio halijapata kusikia. And what no human mind has conceived. Wala halikuingia moyoni mwa mwanadamu yeyote. The things God has prepared for those who love him. Mambo yale ambayo Mungu amewaandalia wale wapendao. Referring to the tremendous events at the judgment seat of Christ inside heaven. Akirejelea matukio ya ajabu kabisa mbele ya kiti cha hukumu cha Kristo ndani ya mbingu. They were glorified in Helsinki if you can show to the screen. Walitukuzwa pale Helsinki. Wapo unaweza kuonyesha katika runinga? Glorified in the center of Helsinki in Finland. Walitukuzwa katikati mwa mji wa Helsinki Finland. screen out i called them to the altar and you see i gave this prophecy before i left for finland helsinki and there are two there's one when he's facing away and i told you that the lord would cover me with his glory and then you would lift the head so people can identify who it is na niliwaambia kwamba bwana atanifunika na utukufu kikamilifuna atawacha tu kichwa peke yake ili watu wapate kutambua ni nani if you have stood before the throne of god inside heaven this is how you look iwapo umesimama mbele ya enzi ya mungu ndani ya mbingu you have gotten there iwapo umewahi kwenda mbele ya enzi ya mungu ndani ya mbingu hivi ndivyo unavyofanana if you have ever the screens are blank if you have ever stood before yahweh Iwapo umewahi kusimama mbele za Yahweh This is what you ought to look like. Hivi ndivyo wapaswa kufanana. This the Lord is not showing movie the Lord is underscoring some very important messages about the messengers. Na Bwana haonyeshi filamu bali Bwana anadhibitisha ujumbe wa muhimu kabisa kuhusiana na wajumbe. Na kwa hivyo anasema hapa In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. Kwenye kitabu cha Wakorinto wa kwanza sura ya pili mstari wa 9. Ya kwamba lakini as it is written. Kama ilivyoandikwa no i what no i have seen ile jambo ambalo hakuna jicho limepata kuona what no ear has heard hakuna sikio limepata kusikia and what no human mind has conceived wala halikuingia moyoni mwa binadamu the things god has prepared for those who love him mambo ambayo mungu amewaandalia wale wampendao and so this is talk about the rewarding ceremony that takes place in front right before 
the judgment seat of Christ inside glory. So you can see very clearly that the Lord is saying that the events of heaven are concealed. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived. But his raising is revealing a little bit there that there are treasures unspeakable. There is indescribable treasures. There are treasures unspeakable. Okay, whatever. So there are treasures unspeakable, there are indescribable treasures. And he's using this to begin to make you understand what awaits you up inside heaven. As the church of Christ, as people that want to enter heaven. And the reason the Lord talks about the events at that time, each will receive the, their praise from God. In other words, each person will receive their reward from the Lord. And so, that is what I want to look at today. This judgment seat of Christ that is raised in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 5. And you see right now here. It is so powerful because he alludes to reward across the entire Bible. He alludes to the rewards that await those who are faithful to him. Those who are very faithful to him. He alludes, he, he points them towards some rewards, some awards, their award ceremony. It is concealed. Because it says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived. However, is the Spirit of the Lord reveals a little bit so that you may understand what is awaiting you. Why does he do that? Let me give you an example of the earth here. That you may understand the purpose of doing that across scripture. When he promises crowns, we're going to see some of them. The crown of glory, the crown of righteousness, the crown of everlasting life, eternal life. When he promises those rewards, those crowns, why does he do that? When he says some of them are, they will be given a white stone in their hands. The Messiah will give you as a word, as an award, a white stone on which your name is written, a name that only you and the Messiah know. Okay, again, let me just say it well because Swahili, if they will translate like that, the, the, on it is written your name that the Messiah has given you, a name that only you can read it 
and the Messiah. Only you know that name he has given you. The wise stone. Some of them the right to eat from the tree of life. We're going to see all that tonight. We're going to see all those praises that he will receive from God. Those rewards. We're going to see them tonight. Now you're beginning to understand that scripture is deep. That only the spirit of the Lord has to navigate you into the, the depths of the depth. Because you could have easily read out this first Corinthians chapter 4 verse 5 and the last sentence in passing. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. You could have just read it in passing. You could have just read it in passing. And yet now you can see that it's very deep. The Lord is using it to point at the judgment seat of Christ. So why does the Lord begin to, to flash to us, to show us, to point us towards some rewards and awards awaiting us in heaven? I want to use the following examples on the earth here. If you go to school, you'll find that there are games said that children are put to run 100 meters or 1,000 meters or whatever it is, or basketball or high jump, whatever it is they do. And then after that you see the principal of the school, the head teachers, and then they call out the name, everybody's seated, they call out the name, and then when your name, name is called as number one, the one who took their word, you walk from there, people are clapping for you, pictures are taken, and you are given their word by the head teacher or somebody. So it's a great feeling, it's a powerful moment. If you play golf, let's say you win a PGA. Then you find the director there with a green jacket. Those, those senior ones now, they want to award you, they want to crown you. There is a trophy there. You are given and you are, you are clothed on the green jacket. If you are playing in the NBA, then now you win the Western Conference, or you win the Eastern Conference, or you win the NBA. Or you win the drafting of uh, those coming from colleges, joining NBA, professional basketball. And so your name is called, many people, you, you are involved, many people compete, then your name is called. 
Hala kusasa watu wengi wengi kabisa wanashindana hala kujina lako liitwe. And then you walk there, people are clapping, all the cameras globally are there. Hala kuwatu wanapika makofi, kamera zote zimeleka. First on this, the highest something, and then they say you are number one, and you are now being employed at a very high amount of money. Hala kusasa wanasemea kwamba mtu alikonya jambo fulani, na sasa ni mtu wakwanza, ameshinda, inyebasi ya najiriwa katika kiwango cha juu kabisa cha pesa. And so you have those kinds of awards. Inyebasi una aina hizo za matuzo. Football that is now winning a league game, the league now you get a trophy. If you are in the primary school that is now passing very high KCPE in Kenya, and your parents carry you on your shoulder, and the newspapers are there, you appear in the papers tomorrow in the news that day. Kristo hapa 
And so he is expecting that when he shows you that, then you will aspire for it. You say, wow, I want to receive that award. I want to win that award when I get to heaven. I want that award. Same thing, motivation, impetus. That's why the Lord puts those awards that are waiting us in heaven. He puts them in scripture, in the Bible, that that may change your life. That when you read it, you are living as a Christian, your Christian life begins to change right away there. That you may begin targeting them, aiming for them. So that will polish and sharpen the way you live your salvation on the earth here. Like it is for an athlete that wants to be like a certain super athlete, award-winning athlete. They begin to work hard and train hard because they are targeting that award. The same thing with salvation. The Lord is saying that the reason is showing us those awards and rewards and gifts that are awaiting the church. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. The reason is bringing that in Scripture. Created in Christ Jesus. To do good works. 
which God prepared in advance for us to do. So as he says that you receive salvation as a free gift of the grace of God, you receive the salvation of the grace as a free gift as grace of God and he says by faith then now he says for we are God's handwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works then he now brings in the aspect of what is your duty your responsibility you are duty bound to do such things while salvation is free of charge by the grace. In other words, if you are holy and righteous. Born again, holy and righteous. When the rapture comes, you'll be taken into glory. But then the problem will come when you now appear before the judgment seat of Christ. When the Lord now will start, will start looking at the work, what work did you do? How did you manage the grace that you were given, that you had custodianship over. Then he says, the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. Read with me, he says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Now you see that. So when the Lord says that each must appear and receive their praise from God, that is a tremendous profound conversation that is pointing you to the judgment seat of Christ. And it says we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So that each may receive what is due us for the things done while in this body on the earth here. So those rewards before the judgment seat of Christ in heaven, they depend on the works, the things you did while on the earth here. And when the Lord was presenting this, he made a reference to the church in Corinth about their Olympic Games, whereby those that have won their world always approach the seat. And when they approach the seat where the guests 
the mount of ceremony is to give them their awards walienda katika viti mahali ambapo mkuu wa sherehe yuko ili kwamba apate kuwapatia tuzo zao okay well it's on the, the seat i'm talking about one seat where the, the person that giving awards is seated please walisonga na kwenda katika kiti mahali ambapo okay. walisonga karibu na kiti mahali ambapo yule ambaye ni mkuu wa sherehe hiyo ili kwamba apate kuwapatia tuzo so, zao after the olympic games hivyo baada ya michezo ya olimpiki those that won the prize wale ambao walishinda tuzo their names were called and they walked towards the seat they called the bima seat i don't want to handle that the, the, the seat where the person giving their award is sitting wao hutembea na kusonga hadi mahali ambapo yeye ambaye anawapatia lile tuzo amekaa and then they are given award alafu wanapewa tuzo so the lord was talking to the church and he is talking to the church today in this time hivyo bwana alikuwa anazungumza na kanisa na anazungumza kwa kanisa leo hii katika kauli hii that there is a time that we will advance you will have to advance before the seat and get you are reward you are award ya kwamba kuna wakati ambapo itawabidi msonge hadi kwenye kiti na mtapewa tuzo zenu where the lord will be seated the judgment seat of christ mahali ambapo bwana atakuwa amekaa katika kiti cha hukumu cha kristo so yeah, let me just say it straight so that we may move faster so so that so that, that is how it is that the time comes when you everybody every christian must appear before the judgment seat of christ and then be given a reward or taken away from him wakati utafika ni lazima atasimama mbele ya kiti cha hukumu cha kristo apewe tuzo ama tuzo liondolewe toka kwake that judgment seat is inside heaven na hicho kiti cha hukumu iko ndani ya mbinguni remember sinners don't enter heaven kumbukeni kwamba wenye dhambi hawaingii mbinguni so this is strictly addressing the christians who will be holy at the time of rapture ile basi kimsingi hii inazungumzia tu wa kristo ambao watakuwa watakatifu kwa wakati wa unyakuzi turn with me to the book of matthew chapter 6 Kaukeni pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo sura ya 6 iwapo mnaweza Matthew chapter 6 I'm reading 19 and 24 Kitabu cha Mathayo sura ya 6 nasoma 19 hadi 24 So what am I talking about here tonight Hivi basi je nazungumzia nini hapa usiku leo Look at first Corinthians chapter 4 verse 5 Ukiangalia kitabu cha Wakorinto wa kwanza sura ya 5 mstari wa 5 Scripture that gives the narrative of the judgment day that is coming andiko ambalo linapeana hadithi maelezo siku ya hukumu ambayo inakuja the day of accountability that every single living being must face siku ya kuwajibika ambayo kila mtu muumini yeyote yule lazima kabiliane nayo and then he divides for those who are born again he says they will give accountability at the judgment seat of Christ in the kingdom of heaven halafu kisha anagawanya anasema kwamba wale ambao wameokoka watapeana wajibu wa hesabu yao mbele ya kiti cha hukumu cha Mungu Kristo mbinguni but those who are rebellious they will wait for revelation chapter 20 verses 11 15 at the end now lakini wale ambao ni waasi lakini wale ambao ni waasi watangojea sasa mwisho kitabu cha ufunuzi wa 20 mstari wa 11 hadi 15 wakati masiha atakuja kwa hukumu waasi haleluya haleluya and so here na kwa hivyo hapa you can see very clearly saying some of them will be given some taken away from whether for the things done good or bad mnaweza kuona uwazi kabisa anasema kwamba wengine watapeana watapewa wengine wataondolewa kutoka kwao aidha kwa mambo yaliyofanywa mema ama mabaya and so you can tell the fact that awards are being given that means there will be different rewards in heaven the different people as they enter heaven different people as they enter heaven you, they will get different 
prices, different rewards from the judgment seat of Christ, from the Lord. Why? Because it depends on how you worked on the earth here. If you just stayed around, you'll get no reward. But if you were busy serving the Lord, transmitting the message on Twitter, reaching communities globally, reaching people, letting them know that the announcement on the coming of the Messiah is taking place, you can imagine their words is waiting for you. Let the whole world know that the church is being prepared. The Messiah is coming. I said, you, you can imagine you get a better prize, a bigger prize. So, the Lord will offer different prizes for different people. Different awards to different people. Different rewards for different people. And how do those rewards translate? It's time to hear the Lord saying that when you do this, I left you five talents. You made them into ten. Now I'll make you, I'll give you responsibility and make you in charge of a greater territory. You'll be in charge of the home of a whole city. So some of it will be in terms of the responsibilities you'll be given in heaven. You'll enjoy that higher level of award. Those that will receive the higher words. But store up for yourself treasures 
in heaven. Lakini jiwe kweni hazina mbinguni. Where moths and vermin do not destroy. Mahali ambapo nondo na kutu haviharibu. Where thieves do not break in and steal. Wala wezi hawavunji na kuiba. For where your treasure is. Kwa sababu mahali hazina yako ilipo. There your heart will be also. Hapo ndipo pia moyo wako utakapokuwa. Very powerful blessed people. Ya nguvu kabisa watu wabarikiwa. And he say. Na anasema. Right now when you look at the way people live on the earth everybody tries to store up their treasures on the earth here right now kila mtu anaonekana anaweka hazina zao hapa duniani sasa hivi and yet he saying very clearly anasema kwa wazi that on the earth the treasures here are perishable ya kwamba duniani hazina hapa hazina haribika for example if you go to the olympic games in tokyo japan kwa mfano ukienda katika michezo ya olimpiki kule tokyo japan and you win in a competition 100 meters relay Let's say 100 meters relay and you you win the first prize. Na ushinde katika hizo mbio. Wacha tusemea kwamba mbio za mita 100 ama katika ile mbio ya mapokezi. And then you stand on the podium and the national anthem is played. The rest are standing lower than you. You are standing higher. Ala kusasa usimame katika jukwa. Wimbo wa kitaifa unaimbwa na wengine wamesimama wame chini yako wewe umenuliwa juu. Your national anthem is played. Na wimbo wako wa kitaifa unachezwa. The flag is raised. Bendera inapeperushwa. Then somebody comes and puts a gold ring, a gold medal uh, with uh, on your neck like this and it's hanging here. Ala kumtu aje na kuweka ile nishati ya track. Na mtu aje aweke ile nishani ya dhahabu katika shingo lako namna hii na Je ne sais pas si 
The Lord is encouraging us here, and He's encouraging the church, and He's sending me to you to be able to exhort you and encourage you to begin to learn to store up treasures in the heavenly currency. Treasures in heaven that last forever. Hivyo basi, Bwana anawahimiza hapa. Bwana amenituma ili kwamba nikapate kuwahimiza ninyi kanisa ya kwamba mpate kuanza kuweka hazina zenu katika ile sarafu za mbinguni, hazina za mbinguni ambapo zinadumu milele. Everybody on the earth, they think it's about buying land, buying stocks in the market, buying what? Storing up treasures on the earth. What a shame. Kila mtu duniani hufikiria katika kuwekeza katika kununua shamba, kuwekeza katika kununua soko za hisa, kununua katika mambo ya hapa duniani. Kila mtu duniani ni aibu ya namna gani? And yet you say. Na ile hali anasema in the book of Genesis chapter 3. Kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya 3. The reason he says we should store up treasures in heaven where thieves don't break in, where moths and rust don't destroy, and thieves don't break in. Mahali sababu ambayo anasema kwamba tunapaswa kuwekeza hazina zetu mbinguni mahali ambapo nundo na kutu haviharibu wala wezi hawavunji na kuiba. The reason is telling us that storing up treasures on the earth is worthless, is vanity, is emptiness. Sababu ambayo anatuambia kwamba kuwekeza hazina hapa duniani ni ubatili tu. Ni bure kabisa asema. Because Genesis 3 verse 19 says. Kwa sababu kitabu cha Mwanzo sura ya 3:19 anasema, By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food. Kwa jasho la uso wako utakula chakula chako. Until you return to the ground. Hadi utakaporudi ardhini. Since from it you were taken. Kwa kuwa ulitoliwa kutoka humo. For dust thou art. Kwa kuwa wewe umavumbi. And to dust you will return. Na mavumbini wewe utarudi. This is the reason the Lord is saying it is totally unwise for the church and humanity to live the way I see them living on the earth now. Na hii ndio sababu Bwana anasema kwamba sio ya hekima katu kwa kanisa na binadamu kuishi jinsi ambavyo wanaishi hapa duniani jinsi na The way I see them living all over the globe now. Jinsi ambavyo ninawaona wakiishi kote kote duniani. The way I see them living in the church today. Jinsi ambavyo ninawaona wakiishi duniani kanisani leo hii. This is storing up treasures of the earth and yet the Lord says A day will come when you must return to dust. Wanashughulika kabisa na wakiweka hazina zao duniani ili hali Bwana anasemea kwamba siku inakuja ambapo lazima utarudi mavumbini. The book of James chapter chapter 4. Kitabu cha Yakobo sura ya 4. Turn to the book of James to read together. Daukani pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Yakobo tusome pamoja. James chapter 4 verse 14. Kitabu cha Yakobo sura ya 4 mstari wa 14. Says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Says why? Anasema kwa nini? Why you do not even know why? You, okay, we can begin that in. Now listen. You who say today or tomorrow I'll go to this and that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Mstari wa 13, basi sikilizeni ninyi msemao, leo au kesho tutakwenda katika mji huu ama ule, tukahumo mwaka mmoja tufanye biashara na kupata faida. Why? Kwa nini? You do not even know what will happen to you tomorrow. Lakini hamjui hata kitakalo watukia kesho. What is your life? Maisha yenu ni nini? You are a mist. Ninyi ni ukungu. You are a vapor. Ninyi ni mvuke. You a vapor that appears for a little while. Mvuke ambao unaonekana tu kwa kitambo kidogo. A mist that appears for a little while. Ukungu ambao unaonekana tu kwa kitambo kidogo. Then vanishes. Kisha hutaweka. In other words after a while nobody will even know you were there. Kwa maneno mengine baada ya kitambo kidogo hakuna hata mtu atajua kwamba ulikuwa pale. You understand why the Lord sends me to the earth 
and begin to announce to humanity that the kingdom of God is near. You need to now begin to store up your treasures into the glorious eternal kingdom of God. My question to you, the churches. Where have you stored up your treasures? My question to you, humanity tuned in, whether you're not a Christian today. My question to you is this. Where have you stored up your treasures today? The book of Psalms, stand with me there. The book of Psalms, 144. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a celebration night, a big night. Triples are walking. Joy is overflowing in my heart. Psalms 114. Once you get there, we read together. The book of Salmo. Psalm 114 in Spanish Salmo. Once you get there, we read together. Verse 4. It says, the mountain leaped like... Okay, let, let me make sure I'm reading the right scripture. Very good. The book of Psalm 100, 144, please. I, I beg your pardon, 144. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once we are there, we read together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says verse 4. They are like a breath. Because human beings, they are like a breath. They are days. Are like a fleeting shadow. And so the reason the Lord is urging this generation to think about the judgment seat of Christ. To think about when you will appear before God. It's because he says, He that created you knows that at one point you have returned to dust. You cannot live on this earth forever, however wealthy you are. And he knows that the day comes when you will depart from this earth. The more you live on this earth, the more you are already beginning to quit. In fact, we are always, when you are on this earth, you are always on a journey to depart the earth. The moment you are born on the earth, you begin the journey to leave the earth. The more your age increases, the more you are moving closer from departing from the earth. So this is extremely very serious. And he's saying your light is like a vapor. Like a mist. It says here, like a breath, meaning here now and disappear in a short time. So why wouldn't you be wise enough to sit down and think about where you want to invest your future? If you turn the book of Proverbs, 
Hallelujah. My bones burn like glowing amber. 
The Lord is saying that while you are still on the earth here and you are enjoying in quotes, and you are living in comfort on this earth, little do you know that those days fly off. In a short time you find you are 30 years old. In a short time you are 40. The next thing you realize you are retiring at 60. The next thing you are 70 already doctors are saying diabetes and everything on you. Your sight is disappearing. He's saying, for the days, my days vanish like smoke. And my bones burn like glowing amber. That your days on this earth are very short. They're numbered. Therefore, the Lord is urging you to remember that there are some rewards up there that last forever. If it be true then, as the Lord has established here, that there are rewards waiting for you that are born again inside heaven. But how ought you to live then? What is that change? That this kind of message is supposed to effect executing your life. Turn with me right away to Matthew chapter 5. So we may begin this wonderful journey of looking at how your life ought to change. Matthew chapter 5. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Yes, Once you get to Matthew 5, we can read 11 all the way to verse, uh, verse 13. Verse 12, that's sufficient. Even, even 16. So how ought you to live? This type of message that tells you that different people get different rewards from Jesus. They will enjoy different types of lives in heaven. Different types of joy, different types of responsibilities given and assigned by God, different types of proximity to the Lord. That kind of message, if it's meant to change the way you live on the earth, how ought you to live then? Blessed are you when you are 
Okay, blessed are you when people insult you. Anasema heri ninyi watu wanapowatukana and persecute you. Na kuwatesa and falsely say falsely accuse you say all kinds of evil against you. Na kunena dhidi yenu mabaya aina zote kwa uongo because of me. Kwa ajili yangu. So the Lord is saying kwa hivyo Bwana anasema that if you are preparing for a prize in heaven. Ya kwamba iwapo unajiandaa kwa ajili ya tuzo mbinguni then you need to embrace insult when people insult you and persecution when you are being persecuted hivyo basi wapaswa kukumbatia matusi na mateso wakati ambapo watu wanakutusi na kukutesa why kwa nini because it says verse 12 rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven kwa sababu anasema kwenye mstari wa 12 furahini na kushangilia kwa maana thawabu yenu ni kumbi mbuni when it says great is your reward it means a greater reward is meaning a higher reward compared to others. everybody may pursue a higher reward, higher prize in the kingdom of glory. But when you pursue righteousness and holiness and live a holy life and because of that this sinful world will begin to insult you and persecute you and they will false, false accusation falsely accuse you to blackmail you na kwa sababu ya huyu ni kwa sababu ya hiyo ulimwangu huu utaanza kukutusi na kukutesa na kukusingizia kukushutumu kwa uongo why kwa nini because this world does not like holiness kwa sababu ulimwangu huu haupendi utakatifu if you are walking in righteousness you are essentially testifying against them ikiwa unatembea katika utakatifu na uhaki kimsingi unashuhudia dhidi yao we saw in the first message i gave we saw how this world has set up their own standards what is good they call evil what is evil they have now perverted it and called it good tuliona vyema kabisa katika ule ujumbe wa hapo awali niliopeana jinsi ambavyo ulimwangu huu wamejiwekea viwango vyao wenyewe kila ambacho ni chema wanasema ni kibaya kila ambacho ni kibaya wanasema ni chema so the lord is speaking here very clearly to the church kwa hivyo bwana anazungumza hapo kwa wazi kabisa kwa kanisa on how the knowledge of the reward the greater reward awaiting you should affect how you live on the earth kuhusiana na jinsi ambavyo kula kujua lile tuzo kuu kabisa ambalo linaongojea inapaswa kuathiri maisha yenu hapa duniani jinsi mnavyoishi that if you are pursuing the greater reward that the lord talked about here in verse 12 rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven ya kwamba iwapo unafuatilia lile tuzo kuu ambalo Bwana anazungumzia hapa kwenye mstari wa 12 ya kwamba furahini na kushangilia kwa maana thawabu yenu ni kuu mbinguni for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you kwa maana katika njia hiyo hiyo waliwatesa manabii ambao walikuwepo kabla yenu and so the lord is telling you what type of lifestyle life you ought to live on this earth if you are pursuing the prize in heaven hivyo basi Bwana anawaambia ni mtindo upi wa maisha ambao mnapaswa kuishi hapa duniani iwapo nafuatilia na kutazamia hilo tuzo la mbinguni you can see the two prophets of the lord in this generation have come right into your eyes and you can see the type of life they are living mnaweza kuona ya kwamba manabii wakuu wawili wa Mungu Baba wamekuja katika kizazi hiki machoni penu na mnaweza kuona ni aina ipi ya maisha wanaishi constantly on service to god 24/7 
Fululizo kabisa kwa huduma kwa ajili ya kuona kila saa saa 24 kila siku. You see them roaming around and sitting in restaurants enjoying meals? Je, mnaona wakizururu zururu wakikaa katika mikahawa wakifurahia vyakula? There is too much work we barely sleep. There's no there's no time. Kuna kazi nyingi kabisa hata And the blood is flowing there. 
with you inside you. Let us look at the tabernacle that is building. In the book of Second Chronicles. Chapter 22. Can you be there? Second Chronicles 22. And we are reading verses 14 and 15. Once you are there, we read together. Second Chronicles chapter 22. I need to find it. Second Chronicles. Let me see if it is First Chronicles. First Chronicles. I, I turn to First Chronicles first. Again, God is building a house. He's building a house inside you. And he needs your cooperation. You need to be working together with him. That's what he's saying. That you may build that house together. A spiritual tabernacle. Let me check if it's this one. Again. This is the one. It's First Chronicles, chapter 22, verses 14 and 15. The house, the kind of house the Lord is building in you. He says, I have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord. A thousand talents of gold. A million talents of silver. Quantities of bronze. And iron too great to be weighed. And wood. And stone. So do you see the material that is needed for building the house? When it says that on the day you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, the fire coming from the throne of God, the fire is in Daniel chapter 7 that comes from his presence. That fire will come and test the quality of each person's work. And he says, his clothes 
His clothing was as white as snow. The hair of his head was white like wool. His throne was flaming with fire. And his wheels were all ablaze. The river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him. You see the fire that will test the quality of the house you have built since you became born again. First Corinthians chapter 3. So it's so important to make sure that you understand that there is an award ceremony, a rewarding ceremony that will take place in the kingdom of heaven where names will be called and you'll walk from your seat one by one as you're going there to receive the reward. And if you know that, then you begin to prepare here. Na 
why he has never come throughout the whole New Testament. But when they call him, they have a real relationship with him. He will come to them in the postmodern age. The way he did in the wilderness with Israel. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 2. Kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 2. 
can we be there, blessed people? I know we are translating in all languages, including Russians. I tell you in Russia, in Moscow, Spasiva. Revelation chapter 2. I'm reading verse 7. It's talking about the prizes that you'll get there. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who overcomes, to the one who is victorious, I'll give the right to eat from the tree of life which is in the paradise of God. It's one of the prizes is to be able to eat from the tree of life. Meaning not everybody will eat from the tree of life. That is shocking. And so the way you should live your life is given right there. And he's saying, Sin is crouching at your door. 
dhambi inakuvizia mlangoni mwako it desires to have you inakutamani wewe but you must rule over it lakini inakupasa uishinde in other words if you do what is right kwa maana mengine ukifanya yale ambayo ni haki then you will keep sin away basi utaweka dhambi kando mbali you see Cain was joking with sin unaona kwamba Cain alikuwa anafanya mtendo mtendo na dhambi and is using this naye kwana anatumia hii to instruct the church how to live here to aspire for the prize ili kuagiza kanisa jinsi ambavyo anapata kuishi hapa ili kwamba apate kuazimia hilo tuzo revelation chapter 21 kitabu cha ufunuzi rejina moja can we be there blessed people ya ukeni pamoja nami pale watu Anasema yafuatayo. But the cowardly. Lakini waoga. They are 
believing. What's your meaning? The vile. What chapel? The murderers. What wedding? The sexually immoral. What zinzi? And those who practice magic arts. Now what shall we? The idolaters. And all liars. They will be consigned a place, consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know that all that enter heaven, they will not go into the second day. Now, when Guinea has a Yakoma at our Sanya Kamanguzo, Kaka Hekalu Lak, 
Then he walked with me and showed me this particular pillar. I have never known the message until today. Was he implying that this is you? He walked with me. And even as we approached the pillar, the glory became shown more reflective on the pillar now. I, I, that's when I realized from which side he was walking. It is awesome to walk in the temple of God in heaven. Why does God take me to heaven and bring me back to give testimony to preach to you and prepare you? That you may know that Jesus came from a real place called heaven. And there is a real place called heaven waiting for you. A more permanent place than this temp- than this temporary earth. And so blessed people. And it says the book of James chapter 1. As I finish now. James chapter 1 verse 12. It says the following. It says in James 1.12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Because having stood the test, that person who received the crown of life, that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So there are several crowns in the kingdom of glory. Jesus. 
I open up my heart to you tonight. And I receive you in my life as my Lord and my Savior. And I ask you, my Lord Jesus, to establish your cross and your blood in my heart. Mighty Lord Jesus, I repent of all sin and turn away from all sin and wickedness. And I receive you as my Lord. And the shepherd of my soul. And I ask you my Lord Jesus. To establish your word in my heart. And fill my heart with the Holy Spirit. Mighty Lord Jesus. I ask you to establish me in holiness and order my steps that from today on I may change the way I live on the earth and pursue righteousness and pursue holiness in the mighty name of Jesus I am born again tonight Amen Thank you the Lord bless you so see you blessed people in a moment
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.